0: Welcome back to the Level 1 Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm playing Intel Brimgar, who rests in the shade of tree breakwater. I am playing a warlord uh, with a little bit of homebrew modifications added. Uh, What else do I have to say, I feel like? That's it. You're good. That's awesome. I did it. To your left. Oh, yeah. Your right. To my right.
1: To your direction. We have. Hey, it's Taylor. I'm playing Eddie Jasper. I'm playing a, a human elementalist who is very sad <laughs> and resurrected and such. Who's next to me?
2: Oh, and uh, oh, me. Next <laughs> you, to you over there. Um, it's me. It's Will. I'm playing <laughs> Duncan Selmy, human paladin, also known as Duncan the Brave, the Nevernight, Lord of Lone Tree, Honorary Orckin of the Serpent's Back, or what's left. of? Uh, I am also very sad. And I have my sick new Luke Skywalker arm, and not even that can console me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> shit got uh, real! Shit
3: got real, the dragon. Uh, and I'm Dane, I'm your GM. Um, Couple things. Uh, if we sound just a little bit different, we moved studios. Because Whoa. I moved. <laughs> so, this one's way uh, better. Not yeah. as hot. Oh my god. Better studio, uh, new acoustics, so I'm gonna have to adjust and you know, the pod might just sound a little different going forward. Um, Sam did forget one thing. We're here for the role-playing, not so much the role-playing. Oh, oh how could welcome I? Welcome back to the Level 1 Podcast post-Dragon.
1: Get with it.
0: How yeah. could I miss that? <laughs> how could I miss that? I did that. I, you, that was me.
1: On oh, the
3: fly, yeah. yeah. It was on the fly, and Will wrote it down.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's Good why you stuff. always take notes.
3: Always take notes. Um... <clears throat> So, we are back. And I think we should just kind of get right into it. No reason to uh, jump around the bush. Everybody's sad. Yep. Um, and I did that. I'm happy. <laughs> I feel good. Um, but here we are. It could have been worse. Oh my god, it could have been worse. Infinitely. Are you allowed to
2: reveal how worse it could have been? Or
3: I was expecting multiple NPC deaths. Um, Like upwards of three wow you guys averted a lot by having player deaths (laughs) by having having two player deaths instead um yeah so well done um but
0: anyways um can i i'll leave this for later i was gonna ask can i add a title to the front of my name um like
3: going forward
0: yeah uh we'll talk we'll chat
3: we'll chat we'll chat about a title to be continued yeah because free because duncan's titles don't matter no brim's titles don't matter at all brim's titles do so (laughs) this might be the first time i canonically admit they'd be nothing um but anyways um so it's been two long weeks two long weeks since the dragon attacked rebuilding has been slow but steady and in reality the losses were minor overall but I would say that the loss of Wicker is most keenly felt. Um, the three of you, Duncan, Etney, and Brimgar, you're all separate and alone right now in and about Lone Tree. So where do we pick up with Duncan? And where is he? Where's Where is he at physically? Like in
2: Lone Tree? Um, <clears throat> I'm sort of getting used to my new my new body, my new wounds. Yeah. Um, how much time has passed? Since two the, weeks. Two weeks. I think I'm spending a lot of time with Veya. Okay. So that's what's been happening during the two weeks. Uh-huh. Um,
3: so I have, a que- I have a question about that. Um, you see, you've been spending a lot of time with Veya. You've been spending a lot of time with Etni. Um, Has Veya seen your new arm? Because like, if we all remember, I'll re-describe it, is it's got the, it's wooden um, from the elbow down. Um, But it's wrapped in like blue silk. So if you're like wearing a lot of long sleeve stuff and uh, conceivably someone could assume that you are wounded, mm-hmm. not you don't have a
2: whole magical prosthetic. Um, I think at first I'm sort of bashful about it. I'm sort mm-hmm. of ashamed and I'm. And that's, like, for the first week. Mm-hmm. But um, I think through a mixture of seeing that there's other wounded from the bat- battle. Yeah. And seeing other people with their scars and their bandages. And also Veya and, and Etni and the people close to me not making me feel self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. I think um, Duncan now sort of just wears it proudly. He's like, yeah. this is me. And I did this protecting the people yeah. I love.
3: I think Vea actually is really instrumental in helping you with that. Because she's deaf. And she has, like more or less magical mm-hmm. hearing
2: aids. So she um, knows what it's like to feel self-conscious.
3: It's, she okay. knows what it's like, like to feel self-conscious about it and also knows how, like, the the adjustment period and the fact that, like, this is just not your body. It's just not. And, mm-hmm. like, it's going to take time and it may never feel 100% there, but, like, yeah. Like, I, I bet she's kind of an example for you on, like, how to be proud of it. Um. So so basically, everybody knows about your your Mm -hmm. your arm and your rose quartz
2: puncture scars. Yeah, they may not see the rose quartz so much, but I think I actually make a point of one day like going to the stream or something, Mm -hmm. wash up, and like have everyone see. Yeah, and I think it's good that they know that it happened to me like defending the town.
3: Yeah, I think that's good. So you are alone right now, and um, what's um. Where, yeah, where are you in the town when you're just kind of by yourself? Like, is there just, like, a moment to breathe? You're not directing anybody. You're not
2: helping out. You're just, this is just a Duncan moment. Like, um, I think, uh, we've been trying to rebuild some of the houses Mm -hmm. and I think right now I'm sitting on top of what's left of the wall, some of the ruins. Yeah. And I'm just, like, eating a lunch that I packed for myself.
3: Yeah. Um, so you've got space and so you're there, um, and you you hear a couple, like, a pair of footsteps behind you coming up the stairs of the wall. Um, and, uh, you turn and you see, uh, Pond and Latima, um, and they wave at you. Um, and if you remember, Latima and Pond were both in comas when you got back, so, like... From the poisoning? Uh, from being from, poisoned, okay. from, from the Assassin's Guild, um... So they slept through the whole dragon. They slept through the whole dragon thing. And like after you, like literally like moments after you had been like the dragon slain, you're sitting there, You, everyone's like come back to life or stay dead. And then literally somebody like comes up to Duncan and is like, hey, Latsuma and Pond are in a coma. You got to come save them." Like you, don't, you didn't get a second to rest yeah. after that fight. Um, but that was a couple weeks ago. And they're back right as rain. They've been doing a lot to um, help out because the whole all of the orcs are in Lone Tree now. It's wild. Like Lone mm-hmm. Tree is massive. Um, at this point. Um, and I think they both thank you again. Like, like I feel like every conversation with them has started with like uh, a thank you over the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd even imagine most of your conversations outside of some close personal friends mm-hmm. start with thank you right now, which might be even worse than starting with my Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so there, yeah, so there, uh, I think Pond is just like, um, Duncan, um, Lord Duncan, uh, thank you again for, um, but, um, uh, your, your presence is is requested. At the keep? Yes, the, uh, we're holding a council.
2: Oh. Council, okay. <clears throat> yes, a council, of course. Um, I'll be right there. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and guide you, says Latima. Um, Great then, uh, I guess I guess we can head out right now.
3: Um, so you guys start heading down the steps. Um, meanwhile, uh, where do, where are we finding physically? Where is Brim? Let's start there. Brim's on a hike. Brim's on a hike. Yeah. Um, like he's a... gonna—he's been on a
0: lot of hikes. I think. Okay, sense. is he
3: coming back from a hike? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he's on his way back from a
0: hike. Yeah, okay, he's coming down the mountain. Yeah. Um, he's just kind of been like, kind of trying to i guess connect himself with nature a little bit mm-hmm. i think without his sphere uh his sphere is like very nature based and his home was very nature based and i think yeah. that you know he's kind of trying to like be like outdoors a little bit more and just like try and like get out cuz he can't like really stay still for too long i think right now yeah he's just trying to keep his mind occupied and kind of uh you know taking the sights
3: yeah and I think when you're not out hiking, uh, veya has been like trying to get you to be social, which is something we talked about right at the end of last yeah. session. Is and she's been like bringing a chessboard and playing with you as much as she she as much as you will
0: like allow her. Because I don't think Brim has told anybody what happened yet.
3: Yeah, that was one of my questions. I was wondering yeah. if anybody knew.
0: No, nobody probably. Yeah.
3: Does. Um, but it sounds like you've been kind of avoiding everyone.
0: Yeah, for the by most part. part. Yeah.
3: Um, because you made a deal with lord vita um to die instead of letting your spear get destroyed yeah but the spirits in the spear had other ideas and uh stopped that whole thing spat you back out into the living world and you had to watch your spear dissolve yeah um but you can feel your life is slowly slipping away yeah because you were bonded with that spear right you know like you were slowly pouring your 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 soul into a cup and now the cup's gone and it's just kind of spilling
0: out onto the ground. Yeah. I think he's also just kind of like antsy cause mm. now, now he cares about like himself, like his not necessarily himself, but he cares less. He, he knows that his time is basically ticking. Right. So he right. cares even more about, I think, you know, his family like back home mm-hmm. and what he's going to do about that and whether he, and whether even if he can fix it should he just go back there does he have
3: time does like yeah. he, it's become pretty clear that you're not going to die tomorrow you you get the feeling that it's months or years probably yeah. unless something speeds it up and you've been around magic no, enough now to know that that's possible that yeah. some bullshit could happen and like speed it up
0: yeah, yeah.
3: um but it makes sense that Vay is basically the only person you ever get to spend any time with right right now that you're allowing yourself to spend some time with yeah
0: probably Um, and even then that's probably pretty limited it's pretty limited yeah
3: which means you're not spending time with your soldiers you're not spending time with warm cotton um or Haya, and you haven't really seen ingvild much since the battle with the dragon so brim's pretty alone so he's walking back from the hike um and you're about to reach like probably this like really big break in the wall (laughs) that you, you walked out of um and your remaining, like, 11 or so soldiers are sitting there waiting for you.
0: Um, do you do anything? Do you say anything? I like, yeah. I think he approaches and he's just like, hello?
3: What's Brim's proper title, militarily speaking? Is it, like, captain or is it sergeant? I think we
0: actually technically I don't think established we have... general.
3: Technically, general. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I think Haya says, Yeah, general, we got to talk to you. <sighs> All right, Haya. There I think, you go. and I think that's where we can cut to Etney for a minute. Okay. Same question. Physically, where is Etni? In the keep. In the keep. In her room? Yeah. So if you remember, the dragon breathed fire on the keep, um, which is the moment when you, you died in that same blast. Yep. Um, so you're, I'm imagining you like trying to find something in your room. That's like worth salvaging. Yep. Um, speaking of you dying, (laughs) uh, you got an ultimatum from Lord Vita that you agreed to in order to send you back. Um, which was basically put the ley lines in the sky or I will revoke your life is basically his, his deal. I'm curious like How she feels about that Like what's her two weeks been like What's she been doing
1: She has been trying to rebuild A library Mm -hmm. As best as she can She's been asking anybody who's been Able to go in or out of town um, Just what they have on them Because she's trying to read about This concept And if she could even Possibly make it happen She's she's basically in a boat where She doesn't really get it yeah like what it could mean right it doesn't sound bad right to her so she's like yeah if i can do it sure if i can't okay
3: yeah (laughs) and it's it's you barely are able to find anything yeah i think oddly funnily enough i feel like there are more children's books saved Mm -hmm. than anything else like like whatever things like children tweens and teens like whatever like the book bookish ones whatever book they grabbed when they ran into the cave yeah so i think it's like a lot of ya mm-hmm. number of copies of Cronach here at the time <laughs> but like most of like the important books were in the keep exactly. when it burned you know so like wicker's records pawns records that they brought over from scale Song, like their personal journals are gone like it's kind of rough there I think Wim Hallowheart's journal survived because they were with Brim's stuff. Mm-hmm. I still in have f- that. Yeah, they were in the floating carriage, which got left outside of town. Right. Good call, um, by So like. you guys, that's still around, by the way. <laughs> Should have left everything in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you get a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. And it's like ostensibly a gentle knock, but it's like whatever hand is knocking is just too big for it to ever be gentle.
1: Yeah.
3: And it's just knock, knock, knock on your door. yeah come in um and Meridian and Egwene step in um and they look at you I think Meridian looks at you with like the appropriate amount of like like Meridian's look is like this is some shit huh Mm
1: -hmm. like
3: cause you and her went through a lot of more of the same stuff together oh yeah whereas Egwene's got all this like pity and guilt on her face right now
1: like oh hun yeah
3: like this is so bad like and also like I wasn't there so I feel shitty about that Yeah. so like
1: and he gets that
3: yeah yeah um I think Meridian's the one who ends up like talking a little she's like council's being called downstairs <sighs>
1: she'll
3: just I mean she kind of gestures like "I, you're not there's not much to save I'm sorry
1: I mean, it's about time everybody's been very gracious with giving space, so. Can't coop myself up in here forever, huh?
3: I think Meridian shakes her head. No. World keeps turning.
1: Yeah, well, when you figure out how to stop it, let me know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You let me know when you can turn it back. Deal. Um, so you guys go down the stairs, and this is like almost simultaneous when Duncan like walks in with Lassima and uh, Pond, and uh, the whole way there, they're um, Duncan. They're pretty tight-lipped about what the council's about, like, um, but they're they kind of like it's mostly about sorting out the events of. Of your your mission to Aldorf now that like rebuilding is
0: on well on its way. Mm-hmm. Um, how the how do the barracks look? <laughs> <laughs> the barracks, <laughs> Sam, uh, are they look just excellent. destroyed. Are they rebuilding them? Uh, yeah, but slowly. Low priority. They're,
3: they're low priority for a couple reasons. Where it's just like one, the fighting forces have been decimated, so like there's very few people who need to be there. Um, and on top of it, there's this, among the populace, there is this, I, I would call it slightly, slightly unearned sense of just like, fuck it. Like there's a slight, slight uh, sense of just like, fuck it. We have Duncan like, and that vampire lady, like walls, who cares? We killed, they killed a dragon. Like, like there's and nothing. Prim. And Brim and <laughs> That's not how they view it. Oh,
0: oh. yeah. I, feel, I, I killed it. I stuck. The I know. Sword to it. <laughs> I know. But you're not the
3: person who's like, who
0: like it. Not the leader.
3: Yeah. So like, there's this there's this sense in the town where it's just like, what could stop us? They sent an army last time. This time there was a dragon. Like, what? Like, who needs a wall? <laughs> like, um, which may not be accurate, but it's hard for people to conceive of. Worse. Yeah, the Caspian army, for example. Or what a force of, like, a hundred of Duncans is. You know, like... Like, there aren't, like, an infinite number of paladins or anything, but... They're not all as strong as Duncan, but mm-hmm. put together. Yikes. You know. Um, so you guys all come into the council room, and I, I want to really quick get back to Brim and his soldiers. Um, and Haya's like... Uh look, we're resigning. Oh. That's fine. We've we've gotten wind of basically what's happening, you know? Like everything that's happening with Caspin, Warm Cotton informed us a lot about what happened over in Aldorf. Um And Vey is planning on staying in Lone Tree permanently so and you know we've put a lot into this place a lot of us into this place so we're just gonna we're just gonna commit to being guard here uh under her command or more accurately under the
0: town's command I think that that might be for the best either way. I think there's like a light, like a little bit of like a, like a
3: murmur through like the soldiers. Like there's not many of them, but there is like a bit of a murmur. <laughs> of like, oh, bless you. you. They, they expected you to like, they expected to like have to argue with you.
0: Yeah. Um, so they're just like, um, all right then, uh. I think I go to shake hands with every single one of them. Yeah. (laughs) I I think it's pat them and stuff like that.
3: Yeah. I think it's like one of those sort of like bittersweet moments where it's just like, everybody knows that this is probably the right, for the right reasons, but like, (laughs) it sucks, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, No, definitely.
3: So they kind of file away. um, And like in her kind of creepy way, uh, Ingvild is like standing still as they kind of like mill about her, like they give her space, like they part. For oh, her. she was there. Mm, she maybe, maybe <laughs> she heard all that. Maybe she didn't.
0: Yeah.
3: Um. And she's just like staring daggers at you. And we'll we'll cut back. We'll we'll cut back to Duncan and Eddie. Okay. Name. So, you guys are at the keep in the council room that bottom floor. It's it's probably the first thing that's gotten at least a. F- it's back to functional for sure. That room. Uh-huh. Um. And your guides, the people who came to get you both, um, all head up to the high table um, and, like, sit. And you guys are, like, summoned to court.
1: Weird. There's
3: no chairs for you up on the high table. Um...
0: Black, are you guys about to be betrayed? The <laughs>
3: this um, is messed
2: up because I was gonna suggest we step down anyway. <laughs> I, was think we, I was gonna think we should resign.
3: Um, the high table, so I'll, I'll just say who's at the high table right now. Um, Meridian's there, Pawn's there, uh, Egwene, Latima, um, and Vea. Uh, Warm Cotton's in the room, she's kind of just like standing guard over Vea right now. Um and I think Meridian and Egwene kind of give the floor over to Veya. Um, and uh, uh, and she begins to, to speak. Um, and she, she, she sort of starts by kind of laying it out, like, uh, like everything we kind of know. She starts by like kind of recapping the losses and like everything that happened in the battle. And then kind of like goes on to sort of summarize what they've learned in Aldorf um, for everybody in the room. And she says she starts. So, I, I I'm I'm not pointing fingers, okay? Um, but Etni inadvertently discovered that mortals can consume, consume ley lines, which, as I understand, are both an immense source of power and the circulatory system of the land itself. Um, and she's kind of squinting at Duncan, like, "Have I I got that right?" Like. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty- but by consuming ley lines, uh, it gives a mage a dangerous amount of power. Uh, the mage's college in the Empire of Caspian have taken advantage of that um, in order to conquer more or less all of Saren. Uh, according to our recent reports, all that's left is Aldorf, Anto, Palin, and Tyria. The only ones putting up any real defense now are Palin, and as we learned when we were in Aldorf they have a plan to forge an alliance willingly or unwillingly with Aldorf and Tyria to use the Serpent's Back Mountain range. Which is... And she, again, she kind of looks at Duncan for confirmation. Duncan and Pond, like, um, is the biggest knot of ley lines on Saren, correct?
2: Um, correct. Uh, <clears throat> that is correct, Your Honor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, And they plan... the The, the paladin's... Uh, plan to use the Serpent's Back Mountain Range to lift all of the Freed Nations minus Anto into the sky and take the Ley Lines with them. They're hoping to escape Caspin forever. However, if Palin accomplishes this, it means at best that Caspian can run rampant on the land below, and it isn't even clear that the land below can survive without Ley Lines. Luckily, Duncan and Brim negotiated a six month period of time during which Palin will refrain from acting on the plan. The same can't be said for Caspin though, as we have little to no communication with them. And here, I think that the camera would frame heavily on Etni um, because Etni has had really direct communication with Caspin and has shared none of it. But since we were given this six months to find another solution to this problem, the problem of ley lines and of Caspin's invasion. It appears that discovering that this solution is going to fall to Duncan and Brim. And, by extension, probably you, Etney. Where is Brim? And, like, she kind of, like, looks around for a minute and, like, Warm Cotton's like, I'll, I'll go find him, and, like, kind of steps out. <laughs> However, as we only have five months left and are sitting on the largest knot of the ley lines in the world, We've convened this council to work on how we should proceed with the time, resources, and threats before us. So I'm going to cut back to Brim here and let you guys think about what you guys want to say.
0: So Ingvild uh, comes up to you and he's like, well, that was rough. Yeah, that's uh, that's one way to put it. I assume that you know what's You're going dying. on. You're dying. Yes. Feels like it at least.
3: Without the spear, you bonded with, you're fading away. You're not fading into anything. If you go like this, you won't even be pulled into Vita's world. It's a depressing reality. Thank you. It doesn't have to be reality. And I think you, I imagine you guys having this conversation as you're kind of like standing on rubble. Yeah. Um. There's a way out. What do you mean? You could be like me.
0: A vampire. I think Brim kind of just takes a deep breath.
3: There's no way out. You'd have my weaknesses, which appears to simply be the black fires of hell itself. Which means for all intents and purposes, you'd live forever. You would have to eat emotions and live with all of those consequences, the responsibilities that that comes with. And I think as she's doing this, she's walking a circle around you, kind of like a, like, like, like a predator. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe your skin will turn dark blue like mine. You might grow horns. But, and she like lands back at your front and all three of her eyes are open and she's staring at you. But it's a way out.
0: I think uh, Brim pulls out his flask and takes a, a rather large swig. I'm in.
3: Not even gonna to talk to anyone about it first. No, I don't think so. Then stand up straight. Uh Brent stands up straight. <laughs> and she's still walking around you, so and like explaining this further, she's like I discovered this when I was working with Etney. I need a few things to turn somebody. I need to have shared emotions with them before. They need to be in between life and death. And they need to want to return. I imagine I could force it, but I'm not that kind of person. And I hope you won't be either.
2: I won't be. I'm trusting you. Brim just nods. You're not going to be a perfect copy, you know. Understood.
3: Okay. So she like closes all her eyes breathes in and she places two fingers on from her left hand on your forehead. She opens her third eye and then with her right punctures Brim's ribcage and crushes your heart. Oh my goodness. You get this feeling of like being rushed and being pulled in a direction as you're being dragged into her memories.
0: Whoa. Oh my goodness.
3: Meanwhile, on the floor of the council
0: Meanwhile <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> have, like, uh, guy Transition music.
1: Yeah
2: I think I think
0: uh, <laughs>
2: I think uh, it's Etney and Duncan's faces. <laughs>
1: it's
0: like the bat symbol flies through the screen Um,
3: but I think Pond says uh, we're going to open the floor up to discussion now um, and we're going to present some ideas of our own would you like us to go first? would you two like to say a piece? I
2: can go first I really wish We didn't have to stand here. I wish we could be sitting at the table and talk about this as equals. Um, Shade. (laughs) But I don't think there's any need for discussion because I know how this is going to go. As of this moment, I am no longer Lord of Lone Tree. I've done everything I can for this town. And I think it's time to leave it in better hands than mine. It's so like a hush over the room.
3: <laughs> I think you can hear, like, send, like breathe out an audible sigh of relief. Oh. Like, that was, they were going to offer that. Oh. I think she even says that. She's like, we were going to offer that to you both. We've all watched the two of you. burn yourselves at both ends to make this happen and it cost Wicker his life we're not willing to leave lose two of our best defenders so we were gonna ask if you want you both wanted to put down that mantle of responsibility
2: well well in a way, you are still going to lose your two best defenders, <clears throat> because, um, well, I can't speak for Etni, but uh, I only have one goal left, and that's to make good on the promise I made in Aldorf and find a third way. Whether that leads me away from Lone Tree or not, that's what I'm dedicating myself to.
3: We were hoping so. We wanted to take this responsibility from you so you two and Brim could focus all of your energy on this. Of course, you're going to have all of, the, all, of the, uh, all of the resources you could possibly need from us. And with both of your permission, as a final act, we were hoping that you would schedule elections in two months. We noticed that at this table, there are representatives from the refugees, from what few elves are left, the orcs who call this place their native home and the people of Lone Tree who were brought here. And our town was nearly destroyed twice by people who felt like their voices weren't heard. So we were hoping that if we let people pick council members perhaps we could avoid that in the future. Is that agreeable to you both?
1: If you can figure out a way to make it true and actually make it what the people want.
3: Well, that's probably the bulk outside of rebuilding. That's the bulk of what this interim council will be figuring out. That's our hope, anyway. I I probably won't be on the council after this. You know, they're only... 13 or 14 of people who owe any leadership to me in this town um and though i've come to love it i don't know the people that well so but we're hoping to make sure that the vast majority of populations have uh voices
2: i never even wanted this job to begin with (laughs) (laughs) yes We'll schedule the elections and I don't even know if you need my help for that. I think it's best I leave as soon as possible and make the most of the time that's left to us.
3: Well, with that out of the way and everybody suddenly looks way less serious. Ooh. Like everybody was Did like they think
2: they were gonna have to force us to A step little down? a
3: little. Like they were like worried that this was gonna be a problem. Um I can't believe they ambushed us like that at No! I'm so upset. <laughs> um but uh let's let's head back to Brim for, for, for a hot second here. Sorry,
0: I'm sorry. Are you holding that once? Yeah. stuff. Ugh. <laughs> okay, okay. <it> <laughs> uh, um. Great transition. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so Brims being pulled through Ingvold's memories, uh, through all of this, you're in first person. You're you're through seeing through her eyes. Oh wow. Okay. This is wild and like yeah. so hard to deal. So I'm just gonna give you some flashes. Um, you get flashes of the old world, like Saren brand new, um, and it was flat, with no mountains, um, just the ocean and like sand and and jungle, this and it like so grew. surreal. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, I'm looking through an Elder Scroll, hundred percent. Um, and like one thing that's like absolutely wild is like you're like looking around like this, and then like you look up, and there's something blotting out the sun, and it's a serpent. Um. So cool. Flying through the sky. You're you you
0: watch Jor Nayworth's birth. Um so, like you okay. watch him be created. Let me let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Is it like is it like I'm gaining knowledge along with these memories, or I'm just kind of seeing spurts here and it's there? It's too much. It's yeah. too much. Yeah. I'm just
3: giving you descriptions of okay. some things you that, that
0: like I that yeah. stand out.
3: Yeah. Um you get to see Jor being like created by Aro like you and the serpent and like Lord Vita and Aro are, like, standing around, like, this, like, glowing, like, stream of energy being, like, formed into, like, a halfling. Like, yeah. um, and then there's this, like, it's, like, you feel like it's been, like, maybe, like, a thousand years and you're, like, arguing with the mistress. Like, you, you don't know what they're fighting about, but it eventually comes to blows. Well, I don't even know who the is. Mr. No, says. no, but this is you and, like, for yeah. the audience. Your fight, like, Ingvild and the mistress fight to a standstill and, like, Ingvild has her at, like, has her by the throat and, like, lets her live. Um, and, like, they don't talk ever again. Um, you know. This is so cool. (laughs) And then you see, like, then you see, like, then you get, like, fear. Like, deep-seated fear in your heart. And you watch Yzmael make a tear in the sky and step into the physical world as, like, a man taller than mountains with, like, a wooden shield and, like, a spear, like, not a spear, but a sword made out of, like, rock. Um... And you watch him pin the serpent, your older brother, to the earth. Um, um, you watch the dwarven empire rise and spread. The tunnels get, that get, um, get dug out um, all the way down like from the very north to southern tip of, of, of Saren. Um, you watch the orcish culture grow from a distance. As the your brother, the the serpent, like teaches them what he can while he like lays dying for three hundred years, um, you watch countries like rise and fall, come like seasons come and pass over and over and over again, and it gets slower and slower as you get closer. You know you get closer to the present time. You see him like, you see her meet with the Breakwater family. You see her watch the castle get built your home castle she was there when like the aspen grove was just a couple trees um and then you feel like i think it's like a generation ago like is how like it's slowed down and you know that you're in like the caspen capital down an alleyway running just running full tilt like you trip you fall you like scrambling on your back and there's a man with glowing green eyes and three amulets like the devil. Um, And like, you feel like iron close around you and it's dark for 40 years. And then there's a knock. And you hear Brim's voice. And like you fall out, you see this wild woman with like black hair and the black fire of your father there's a paladin in the corner (laughs) with the same amulet Um, but instead you're freed and you travel with these people for a little while and then Brim gives you a feeling of home and as that feeling of home transfers from Brim to Ingvold this is like the trippiest part it switches back and brim your back in your own body, and you have your own memories again. Uh huh. But they're like if you imagine your memories as photographs. Yeah. The colors faded in all of them, okay. except the ones that have a feeling of home. Which for you, luckily, is probably a good chunk of them. Yeah. Those ones are like in full bright color again. Oh wow. Um, okay.
0: That's so cool.
3: And she gave you your feeling of home back. That's how this worked. She gives yeah. you back what she already had of yours.
0: I'm really glad I gave that feeling. It's
3: a good feeling to get. Yeah,
2: it's a good one to start with for you. 100%. Um, And maybe also why you were so disconnected from everyone up until this point. Because you'd lost your feeling of home. Yeah. Like, you hadn't been talking to your troops. You'd barely been talking to Veya.
0: Yeah, maybe to an extent.
3: But yeah, like, I think you stumble back. um, And, like, you feel... Ingvold's hand rip out of your chest and you hear warm cotton scream. <laughs> and that's where we're going to cut back to... Oh my god. The- <laughs> so what is happening? The, the council room. Um, so I think Egwene is like, okay. So what do you think you guys need? Like, to solve this problem by the way etni i think it's you've put it the pieces together in your head you know what lord Vita's asking you for real now um he wants you to side with palin he wants you to do that plan yeah. so just gonna put that out there but um yeah i think i think egwene is like so saving the world huh what do you what do you, what do you need so, you need information Right? That's, um, the, that's the first step.
1: I've been trying to find books. I can't find anything.
3: Well, and I think Pond says this, we didn't bring all the records. In fact, we brought... I brought the last three years of journals um, from just Scale Song. All the other archives were left in all the other villages. Untouched? I don't know about untouched, but they're probably not gone. The idea was to hurt us as people, not destroy everything to burn it to the ground we sent a couple runners back to the villages they're still standing more or less it's just the leadership is here and
2: the room is here so
1: right
2: um Duncan leaves the room I think Duncan storms out
1: storms out?
2: yeah Duncan's upset I think that they didn't trust him that he was going to make the right decision and that they had to call him in As if, like, he wasn't gonna do that. They were gonna make him, and I think Duncan just leaves. He's like, at first, said everything, and he's sort of like sitting there, like listening to everyone, and then he just gets up from the table and he just leaves and walks out.
3: I think, I think everybody's silent. Yeah, that's real. It's not. I don't think that's uh, like a thing that Duncan wouldn't do, but that's Mm -hmm. not. That's a little out of character. Yeah, like as as a person for him. I think the room's silent.
1: Mm Uh, I I know I hold no anything anymore, but let's just say until everybody goes to sleep tonight, I'm still Lady of Lone Tree. Will everybody hold, please, for a moment?
3: Of of course. I think everybody kind of nods in agreement.
1: Okay. And then he's like. Usually that's something that would fucking do. So let's go, let's go, let's go and see.
3: <laughs> uh, are we tabling our discussion about finding more information? And... I,
1: um, you know, I just I'm just, I'm just going to make sure that he just hasn't gone and tried to do it all on his own.
2: We get to see Petty Duncan now. <laughs> <laughs> you liked Petty Etty. <laughs> now get ready for
1: <laughs> Petty Duncan. <laughs> So, um, if you, not, not tabling, uh, just, just give, just give me a moment.
3: Of course, yeah. They all kind of are, like, nodding. I think both Veya <sighs> and Egwene have both kind of, like, stood up to, like, if you're not going to follow Duncan, they're going to follow Duncan.
1: And then he was, just hold, both of you just stay, I'll come get you if I need you. And then he, like, turns around, takes a deep breath, and is like, Oh, dear.
3: <laughs> so you're only, uh, like, a few moments behind Duncan, then? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I'm running out. Are you just sitting out, standing outside, or did you, are you storming off in a direction? I might, at
2: first I don't know what I'm doing, I just open, shut the door <laughs> and I'm like, what I just do? <laughs> I, I never do that. And then I think I, I start to head up the mountain. Towards Thorn and Wicker's yeah. Graves? I should just it, up the
0: where? Brim is not different hike. Okay. Yeah. We
3: if, if you were up near the graves, we definitely should have said so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So does Canady catch you before you? Yeah. Duncan's I think
2: so. tall though. Yeah, and I'm sort of walking at a brisk pace, long <laughs> stride, like speed walking. So you're, yeah, I'm it's imagining like, it's like a you like of the elbow. Yeah. yeah, like you get like a like <laughs> a like, like you, you're
3: like a quarter of the way up the mountain before Etney can like get into like shouting distance of you,
2: right?
3: And then like I think we can pick up the scene there.
1: Duncan, but was it something they said? What It what was everything
2: happened? they said, Etni. All of them. And I know this doesn't, I never do this, but they sounded ungrateful. And I know they're not, but that they didn't trust us that we were going to make the right decision. That they didn't know that we knew how important it was to find a different way. As if somehow us being here is somehow bad for Lone Tree.
1: I mean, I'm not going to lie, it was a relief, but I think I'm feeling kind of the same as you.
2: And I know things could have been so much worse, but there's nothing really keeping me here anymore. No? And I know that sounds weird, but and I? And I know that'll change, and I can come back, but... And I think Duncan sort of unbuttons his, like, the top of his tunic to show mm-hmm. off his, like, scarring. <clears throat> and he's like, this... Our business is unfinished. And... The fact that they didn't think we... I knew that?
1: I d- Duncan, is up. Nobody's saying you don't know anything, it's just... We have done so much and the fact that anybody cares enough to see how it could be wearing on us. It's rare.
2: You know what? I'm going to leave tonight and I want you to come with me and we'll find Brim wherever he is and we'll ask him. And as far as the information goes, if we're going to pursue this is different way, this one I told Palin about, I think I know where we can get a lead on it. Okay. Yeah. And what I'm talking about is I'm talking about my true audience move. Okay. We'll
3: get there. We'll yeah. definitely get there. Does this like conversation happen as you guys are continuing up the mountain? Mm-hmm. And yeah. does it kind of like come to that conclusion? Like, do we get the shot of like Duncan and Etney standing and like, it's a kind of a low shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the two headstones are like right in front of you guys. And I just have a question. Who's standing in front of whose headstone?
1: Honestly, I think I'm standing in front of Wickers.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm standing in front of Thorns. So yeah. Gotcha. I really like that shot.
3: Hey, everyone. It's me, Dane. You're here with me in the intermission. Thanks for listening to the Level 1 podcast. Uh, it means the world that you listen. We work so hard to make it for you, so thanks for, thanks for being here. Um... As always, you can follow us at level on Twitter. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us. It helps other people find the show and helps us build an audience. So thanks for taking the time to do that. Um, special thanks as always this week to Sage LaTora and Adam Cowell for designing Dungeon World. Special thanks also to TabletopAudio.com, which is where all of our sound effects, sound designs come from. Um, you can go there and uh, kind of up your personal at-the-table game. It's a really cool thing. Go take the time to check it out. Additional thanks to Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook. Some thanks to Peter Johansson, who built the Vampire, Baron, and Warlord playbooks, all of which made a huge difference in this season. Um, Firebrands was designed by D. Vincent Baker, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, it looks like that's it for the intermission. Um, we're here for the role playing, not so much the rolling. I've kept you here too long. Let's get back to the show. And like it's a kind of a low shot, um, and like the two like right in front of you guys and i just have a question who's standing in front of whose headstone
1: Honestly, i think i'm standing in front of wickers
2: mm-hmm. i'm not standing in front of thorns so yeah gotcha i really like that shot all right so uh
3: brim <clears throat> that's me that's you Uh, Warm Cotton arrived in time to see Ingvild rip uh, her hand out (laughs) of your chest (laughs) (laughs) for her to scream for you to like take like a step back. Yeah. And then for your chest wound to heal in that same weird blue particle effect that like Ingvild's like arms and limbs regrow like. Yeah. And then I think I I, like Warm Cotton like screamed in like horror. Right. (laughs) And now it's like a.
0: Whoa. Like, <laughs> like that sort of oh, thing, yeah. like that yeah. sort
3: of like. She's like,
0: woo <laughs> Do okay. I do I immediately okay. look different?
3: Yeah, you're changing right now. Okay. Oh so the two God. things. Do, that, do I get a chance to describe it, or can I you? think you should describe it because okay. you're getting two things that are uh, like, yes. that we talked about. Yeah. So,
0: uh, I want to know what's happening. I like, okay, well, I think it's just like Brim is like kind of freaking out while this is happening like he he can like feel his body changing yeah so you got
3: that horrifying trip right yeah and now you can feel your body changing that's that's yeah that's a good combo um but i also <laughs>
0: think it, in some ways he immediately feels the effect on his memories yeah and he feels like m- much more attached to uh onto to an extension yeah um his the breakwater tree there
3: <laughs> because you know you're, you're feeling you're 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 still kind of numb on like other feelings yeah. but there is this really solid core you've got going yeah. on and that I've, is like damn is it lucky that you you that feeling of home is the one that you've got that's the a one that great one to restart like it's almost like bringing brim back to like the beginning yeah exactly and
0: i think he also has like some of his memories are like colored in with both etni and duncan mm-hmm. and like potentially like you know the party or something like that's a sense of of home yeah that's a sense of home so i think i think that like mentally he's he like has that realization that he's like freaking out because he's watching his skin change in front of him well your skin isn't changing color right no it's not Um. the the skin is staying the same but he's kind of getting like streaks are starting to form through him and uh it's kind of like it's like almost like copper but the but like the copper with like the green on it in some places
2: uh,
3: cool. and so that's running up your arms and up into your face markings yes i think the one thing that is like almost a bit of one for one copy is you have ingvild's face markings yeah. which are like um like a line like a straight line on her cheekbones and then like dots underneath it of yeah. that color um because she has gold yeah like that's her that's her and like I think she's smiling in a weird, proud way. Like yeah. this is because she's having a completely different experience uh-huh. yeah. over here. She's like, yeah. I did it. She's like, I'm becoming a parent right now. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> I figured it out. There are three people here all having really extreme reactions to the same thing that are wildly <laughs> yeah. different. Um, so the so the, the metal's coming in, right? Yeah.
0: And I and I think, and we haven't we haven't talked about this, mm-hmm. but I think it'd be interesting if the if the metal on the rest of his body mm-hmm. almost like kind of formed things that were cemented with some of the memories that he kept. Like not yeah, not exactly, Like very abstractly. Yeah, but like if you look really hard, you might see like Looks like, like a constellations. Tree like yeah. like a tree branch. Yeah, or like maybe you like can look like at a constell yeah, yeah, you can look at a constellation. It's like
3: yeah, that's a thing. That's a sword, I guess. Yeah. Like and like it me. It's really meaningful, but it's like not like
0: it's it's yeah. abstract. That's cool. I it's also really think cool. he feels like the way like his body changing like he he's like feeling like changes in like his strength levels Mm -hmm. and things like that as well i think he's like like not only was is he coming from being just a human (laughs) but he's coming from being like weakened constantly yeah throughout his like life and he i think he's starting to feel like just very rejuvenated and all these things and uh uh and then i think something else that is happening is uh Brim is starting to grow, uh, basically like like deer horns, like stags' antlers. Yeah, stag basically. antlers. Yeah. yeah, they're coming out of they're coming out of his head, and they're they're proportional. Do they kind of sweep back a little?
1: Yeah, they kind of sweep
0: back. back they they a kind of follow there. his his hair. Yeah, so cool, they're not like cool. sticking yeah completely. yeah that's kind of like, like how Ingvilds are yeah. yeah they're like coming back and almost like wrapping in a way but they like a helmet yeah tight. but they like they yeah. branch like antlers do.
3: yeah mm-hmm. whereas Ingvilds are like long sort of straight yeah um kind of set sort of yeah, things without exactly. branching
0: and i i think that um he uh i think that his eyes kind of also
3: your eyes will become the metal because hers are like the metal yeah. too mm-hmm. they also... i like oh do you know what i think would be really cool I think like the copper on the outside and your pupil becomes the green of the copper. Yeah. Like as
0: it, like it like, so rad. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how it looks. And I, and I think that he's just like, um, he steps back. Is it, are his antlers made out of this, out of the metal or no?
3: They're not made out of the metal. Okay. They're kind of, they're natural. However that, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. I think in your case, they're bone.
0: Yeah. I think he also just like grows just a little bit. Yeah, so like probably. he gets a little bit taller.
3: Like, um, you know, like how in like the, in like the Sam Raimi Spider Man movie, um, the first one, like Peter Parker takes his shirt off and suddenly he's just ripped. Yeah, <laughs> like I think that kind of happens to you yeah. where you're just like, your physique is changed.
2: Yeah, I think like, he
0: still re- retains like his hair color though. Yeah, I think your general s- facial general, structure, yeah, you mostly color. are the
2: same. Like we, someone could recognize it absolutely. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, It'd just be very confused.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Ingvold has like this broily broad smile on her face. It's just like, just like, well, look
0: at you. I can't see me. <laughs> you look wonderful. Oh, well, thank you. I think Brim feels like completely refreshed. Um, she's like, well, a couple rules.
3: Don't ever call me mother unless you were joking. Or that you're talking to another vampire and need to throw some weight around. <laughs> okay, understood. Um, and I think I'm going to leave in the next couple hours, because um, Etney didn't want my help.
0: And I have done everything that is possible to keep you safe. Yeah, you have done plenty. Um, thank you for not just this, fault but everything. That's... One more thing. Take this. And she hands you her, her staff. Well,
3: okay. I t- uh, it's a length of... Uh, of probably oak wood yeah and it's covered in plated metal at the at the ends okay um so that it's particularly deadly <laughs> yeah um and you if you remember from when you picked it up you knew that this was built around the same time as your spear yeah and it's a double-ended weapon like she knows that you're missing that sort of thing yeah so she's like eh. just you know be responsible and all um, and then she kind of just like steps out and leaves and like pats, like she probably pats your cheek, steps down I off think the I, rubble. I think I
0: try and go for a hug.
3: Oh, then she goes for the hug too. Okay, like, okay. yeah. And then she like steps down, um, and just looks like the proudest person oh. in the world. Oh Walks
0: past. That makes me feel so warm.
1: She finally did it. <laughs> yeah.
3: She walks past, uh, uh, warm, warm cotton. cotton, uh. Ayama Warm Cotton, who's still very like, clearly just like, at like, this
1: point. <laughs>
3: like, cannot fully grasp what's happening. Pats her on the shoulder and just kind of walks off into town to probably take care of a couple things before she leaves. Um, and then Brim, take three hunger. Oh.
0: Uh... Uh... So I immediately feel binge. Yeah,
3: so like you felt really good. You don't feel weak or anything, but you're just suddenly like, ravenous you're like yeah. holy shit like there's like you've never eaten like yeah. this in your life and your body suddenly needs it like okay yeah you know does it feel like normal hunger yes but more okay like it's an ache and a yeah. desire and like a need like it's it's yeah okay yeah so um
1: how much did you know about Ingle? i mean like obviously you saw her like feed off of Edney.
0: Well, Brim got fed off of too. Right. Yeah. I think, well, I think so, he knows that he has, to, like, reached his mind out or something. Is it like, does he, like, know via intuition kind of? It's like, yeah, you humans get, just know how to eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You
3: know? So you do. You do, but you know that you're going to have to make physical contact with something with someone. Yeah. You realize, like, I bet you touch your forehead, like, yeah. looking for the third eye, and there's no third eye. I'm and like, you, thank God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and you like check I your hands, and I'm like, else. I don't have blue skin. That's cool too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I wanted to at least look like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you understand that a lot of like Ingvild's like ranged capability of of like using her powers on messing with and eating people's emotions, like that distance stuff, came from the fact that she had the third eye. Yeah. So you're gonna have to make physical contact with someone. Okay. You're not gonna have to rip into them or anything, but like um so yeah you have three hunger um and i think warm cotton doesn't fully grasp everything that's going on and she just like manages to like pull herself together and like is rushing to you right now okay um and she she's like are you okay what's going on are you, what is that she like almost touches your horn your <laughs> antlers like just like doesn't know what to she doesn't know what to do she's like you're handling this pretty well because you just also watched a vampire's life yeah. and have been hanging with her really directly. Yeah, um, She doesn't know what's going on and she's just like, did are you, want, did you?
0: Did I she don't. attack you? What's happening? First of all, you can't touch the antlers. It's okay. She does. And she's like, oh my God, they're real.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she touches them again, like just to double check almost. Shivers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to explain this as, in the best way I can.
1: I'm so fucking hungry. (laughs) Evil,
0: just basically turned me into what she was. Did you ask
3: her to do that? Yes, I did. Okay.
0: I was, since the staff broke, I was slowly losing my life force into nothingness. What? Why didn't you tell me? Or Vea or someone? This was something I had to handle on my own. And so this... you were just going to die one day and not let us know? Well, Yes, but let's not focus on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's over now because now I won't die at all. Ever. <laughs> okay. And there's something, and I really hate to ask this, but I'm really hungry
3: well then let's get you back to the keep we'll get you something to eat jesus no, oh, no. <laughs> no you don't understand
0: i i eat differently now i have to I have you're not to, gonna suck my blood right no <sighs> nothing like that that's
1: racist <laughs> I, I
0: have to take someone's emotions Not take that's, your emotions. That's a, that's a thing that can be done. Yeah. Not take your emotions. I have to experience your emotions with you. I have to go back into one of your memories and relive a moment. Now you don't have to do it if you don't want to, because I will find someone else. But I, I would be very grateful. <laughs> is it safe?
2: Yes, it absolutely is safe.
3: Um. I They're... think that's a very intimate question to ask a person so I think she blushes a little cuz just cuz she's embarrassed about the concept. I'm sorry I don't I, know. no I don't no have it's ask you. it's fine. That's okay. Um yeah. Um how does this
0: work and like <laughs> I don't know.
3: Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're on this journey together.
0: I have a feeling that I will figure it out. Okay. Because I know how to eat, right? I guess. So she just sort of like stands there, like kind
3: of awkwardly, like straight and like waiting for it <laughs> to happen. So let's, before we move on with this, let's talk about what's happening mechanically, because we're playing a game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wee! So Brim has changed classes, right?
0: Yes. Brim I'm, is now. I'm now the vampire.
1: The vampire. The vampire. I'm a- vampire.
0: I'm so
3: basically just give a basic <laughs> overview of how the class works mechanically. We don't have to go into every move. We'll hit each move when we hit it.
0: Okay, essentially the class is basically uh, that, well, I get, it, the best way to explain it is that I'm very similar to Inkfold. I, I don't need to eat normally or sleep or do anything like that. I can't. You can't I, die of normal yeah stuff yeah, etni I, can kill you but we don't know of anyone else who could kill you <laughs> yeah exactly i can't die of normal things uh i have certain weaknesses and strengths um and then i have to feed feed off people periodically mm-hmm. basically
3: and there's there's a mechanic called passion and hunger right yes. mm-hmm. so passion is a positive uh set of hold kind of like when you defend or um or that's or when you uh commanded your your troops yeah um that you can spend to be stronger to resist weaknesses right and hunger is a thing i can spend as the gm to uh make me do things. make you do stuff
0: roll with this advantage run and tear uh overwhelmed by emotions cool
3: um so in this case you are going to be using a move on warm cotton yes. also your stats have changed you don't have any bonds right now because i think this is more or less a mental refresh
0: um yes so so during uh so what what move am i using
3: uh isn't it emotional drain
0: yes except it's It's
3: just the front it's just the top bit
0: right but yeah it does say leave them alive but i'm assuming that that is just going to be that's not uh,
3: that is it is that is a distinct choice you have to make because you can kill people oh, with your hold emotional two training. passion
0: if you oh yeah. okay yeah yeah you can gain oh, more okay, yeah, I yeah. It, yeah, so,
3: just, so just read read okay. the f- so the the read this move and it's a three part move but we're just going to be using the first part yeah. right now
0: when you touch a mortal being to feast on their emotions hold two passion if you leave them alive hold three passion if you kill a healthy being the maximum passion you can hold is equal to the number of weaknesses you have and you have two Four weaknesses. Four weaknesses. Yes. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of weaknesses. It's <laughs> actually not that bad. Yeah. Uh. Yes. So I have four weaknesses.
3: Okay. So you don't have to roll anything here. Yes. Um. So how do you how do you go about doing this? Because you know you're going to have to touch yeah. her.
0: Um. All right. Ayama, um, I'm going to have to touch your forehead, and you're going to have to choose an emotion your choice and just focus on that
3: okay okay
0: i recommend a good one for the first time at least okay all right and uh i think uh brim very tentatively reaches out and like touches her forehead and then like um surprise to do something yeah (laughs) so like
3: she like puts her hands on your hand like Pressing your hand harder on her forehead, like she thinks that will help. Yeah, <laughs> um, or maybe she's just trying to focus. Um, and she says out loud, "I'm going to give you the feeling of of, of being impressed." Um, and like, you don't really know where the connection happens, but you kind of feel it click. Like you yeah. can feel it happen. It's like a Lego. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> That's yeah. Like click, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, there it is. Um, and you get this, like, wave of, like, of, 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 like, feelings here. Yeah. Um, of the feeling of being impressed with other people. Okay. And, like, you see a couple of memories just for, like, just the brief, brief moments. Probably, you're like, I think that might be her mom. Like, that sort of, like, stuff, like, early stuff. And then it, like, locks in. And you see yourself. Um, you're, you're mounting everyone up to, like, go fight the Remoraz. Uh-huh. And like, you cannot believe how impressed she was at your choice to save those people you didn't even know. Um, and that like washes into you and you feel the point where you can kind of like cut the tie and it's going to leave her. Do you say anything before that happens? In the memory? Uh, you're not in the memory, but like, remember, um,
0: I can talk to her. You
3: can talk to her kind of like, cause this is happening at two levels, right? Like she can still see and hear, She can still hear and like feel in like the physical world so she's right there with you so you could say something right before like you kind of like you know like like nurses do before they like be like one two three shot like yeah you know you could warn her if you if you want
0: uh yeah i think i'm gonna be like all right i'm um, gonna come out
3: okay and like it severs and like she gasps in um and you're only holding two passion here because you're yeah. not you're not interested in killing warm cotton right <laughs> no thank you just a double check that um, so she like steps back and like you know what that feeling is yeah and like she's like oh whoa
0: that was kind of amazing for the record I'm not that impressive I just she's like damn feel like all calm and wow and you know what I felt that's wild yeah what how do I feel do I feel like no you're just like more of me interesting that's wild like
3: she doesn't have good words for this but like this was okay for her yeah um she's reacting better than I think I, you or Etnie did
0: yeah um
3: so you have two passion now. Do you want to do anything with that passion?
0: Yeah, I'd like. What to are your s- options with passion? Uh, here? I can spend passion and make my melee deal plus one d four, heal myself for two d four, resist a weakness for a short time, or reduce my hunger by one. And I'm gonna.
3: You also have advanced moves because you're starting at a higher level. So you have some other That's things you can do with passion. Can we just let the audience know what else you can do with it? Yes.
0: You uh, can spend one to. I can spend one passion to shape shift into a stag uh i can
3: just a stag or other horned animals
0: uh other horned animals I oh guess. cool yeah
3: so other you could horned... be a rhino
0: yeah i could be i could be <laughs> multiple <laughs> things but i think stag is probably going to be what that's a go-to i mean that's mainly a go-to yeah um and then when i have zero passion i put take plus one on going to hack and slash and deal plus one e 4 damage
3: cool Alright. Um, oh, there's one more thing you can do with Passion, right?
0: Uh, Under True Bond. True Bond. When you share emotions to a willing NPC and spend one Passion, they become a True Bond. They are willing to go to extreme lengths to aid you. They may add plus 3 damage to your attacks, take a single <laughs> blow for you. And if you ask them ask them for advice and follow it, take one plus, plus 1 XP. So I will spend one Passion to do True Bond, and I will spend one to get rid of my Hunger. Mm.
3: So I think I'm gonna change your answer a little bit. I think she feels like, I didn't know you loved home that much.
0: Oh, that's cool.
3: Yeah, I think she says that afterwards, like she's like, no, no, there was something in there. Like like and you you had reciprocated a little. Yeah. So, um she's your true bond now.
0: Okay. Um,
3: so I would just okay. put like a constant plus three damage to your D8 there. Yeah.
0: God. And then and then I'll reduce my hunger by one and get rid of both my passion. Okay, cool. So you have two hunger left. Yeah.
3: Cool. Um, it's been a minute with Brim. It's been an important minute, but I'd yeah. like to talk to Duncan and Etty. Where are you guys at? <coughs> what do you? How about this? How about you're coming down the mountain and you see warm cotton and antlered Brim <laughs> walking well, back to into town. <laughs>
0: Like you think? Is that? I think Brim is just grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, he he feels so much. Even though he's hungry, there's still a tinge of hunger here and there. But like, he just feels so much better than he did before the transformation. I think.
2: Yeah. And we were. It's weird because we were set on finding Brim anyway. We're like, we gotta find Brim. He's usually pretty hard to find these days. Oh, he's right there. Is that? Jesus. (laughs) I think Warm Cotton waves at
3: you guys. She knows you both at this point. It's been months and months of hanging out with.
1: Right. I.
3: Brim! Duncan! You've barely seen Brim in two weeks. Right, yeah. He's got, like, Ingvild's
0: face uh-huh. markings, but in copper. You feeling okay? I feel great. Why
2: do you ask? look like, um, I'm just kidding. I know I look completely different. Uh-huh. You. <laughs> you look like you might be sick, but at the same time, the healthiest you've ever been.
1: Uh, did Ingvild did, did body paint You...
2: Is this a costume? No.
0: So I didn't really explain this to you. <laughs> oh no. But I was basically giving a little bit of my life force into the spear, and then the spear broke, so I was slowly dissipating into nothingness. So Ingvold offered to uh, turn me into this, a vampire.
1: Uh.
0: And I accepted.
2: My j- Duncan's jaw just <laughs> <laughs> drops.
1: I... I
2: I feel great. Amazing.
1: I bet. Uh, when?
0: When did she pull her hand out of your chest? Like 20 minutes ago? Yeah, probably about 20 minutes ago. Uh, I almost saw it. I assume it was scarring. Yeah, that was a lot. But he's fine.
2: He's fine. Of course he's fine. He's Brim. Pat him on the back. (laughs) I think I... I pat you on the back, back, except this side has lots lot drawers lot than it used
0: to. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't like Brim doesn't like uh, get pushed over by Duncan's strength. No, no,
3: no.
1: Huh. Did you get taller?
0: Stretch out. Maybe. I've been looking for a mirror for the at least the past five minutes. I have almost no idea what I look like. I know I have antlers. Yeah. It kinda works is warm cotton. <laughs> well
3: that's good to hear. Uh
1: huh. I think you need a little
3: bit of a different haircut, but, eh, you know, just happened. Maybe grow it out a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I'll find a mirror. It's
0: okay, why don't we go together? Also, I really hate to ask this. I just had to ask Ayama, but I'm really hungry. (laughs)
2: So, yeah, well, we were actually going to get a bite to eat, because uh, we have a big... Duncan! We got a big plan coming up, and uh, we're going to need all the fuel we can have. We were actually looking for you to, for help with that. I think
3: I think Warm Cotton says you and I can talk later about eating. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. Also, there, you feel like... You don't want to touch Duncan, by the way. Oh, okay. You don't want to touch Duncan
0: sad oh
3: why because <laughs> of my yzmalt y- yeah, my yeah. Y- I still like <laughs> Duncan is- oh yeah absolutely yeah. it's yeah. more like um
2: tastes gross don't you know, like, put too much mint in yeah, your yeah it's throat. just
3: like it's just a little <laughs> tense like it's like you may even like literally I think if Duncan took the amulet off there'd be nothing there right like and yeah. it's the slightest oh it's thing. almost
2: like it's warding yeah from... yeah
0: yeah okay I'd make a mental note of to potentially talk to Duncan about that later, but maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Um,
3: yeah. So what do you guys do? You're all together, right? Like,
0: yeah. I uh, think Brim is just kind of like mentally bracing himself for seeing his sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and explaining, <laughs> explaining everything that he didn't tell her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah wow but he's also very excited to find a mirror yeah <laughs> and check himself out <laughs> yeah um can i still theoretically eat it just doesn't do anything yeah yeah, yeah. like you can mm-hmm. eat for fun yeah <laughs> i think i probably would do that it's like yeah
3: <laughs> but like you don't you don't have to like soldier through meals that are kind of like whatever like yeah. you only eat when it's fun
0: <laughs> yeah that's true
3: which sounds kind of
0: awesome honestly yeah. you don't have to yeah I love eating, personally. I like eating,
3: too, but, like, mostly I eat good stuff. Like, I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) so do you guys fill Brim in, in Warm Cotton? Yeah. In? We do, yeah. Because Warm Cotton wasn't in on the
0: plan.
2: Mm -hmm. She was just there.
0: I can't believe that they didn't pull you into council. That just sounds so...
2: Ambushed us. Yeah, out of character. (laughs) 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 Oh... So
3: are you guys heading back to the keep?
2: Is that what's happening right now? Um, I don't want to see them. I'm. My, you're so grumpy. Yeah, my yeah. ideal situation is that we leave. We just pack our bags. Well, I'm ready to go. We get everything. I, mean, I should probably see
0: my sister. And even if you did see them, I'd probably be a decent distraction at this point. I, have I gotten a mirror yet? Uh, <laughs> you're
2: let's trying say, in, you're trying to look in puddles of water. <laughs> let's say yes. What let's say,
1: they say that,
3: Let's say that we. Oh no, her your mom's house got destroyed
2: um she's probably uh moved into a new place though yeah let's say that she's actually living with byron bellows right
3: now Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> anyways <laughs> um yeah let's say where you guys are in duncan's mom's in byron bellows house and um his house isn't the forge right
2: no, no because right the forge near also it. got destroyed yeah, in the yeah. It's
3: near um, it. yeah so yeah you get to see yourself in the mirror i think warm cotton's like okay but you guys have five months right yeah Apparently. we have five months can i say we i look pretty good yeah, yeah. seriously it's the haircut you just need the haircut
2: yeah.
3: um uh yeah yeah
2: you can say we you can say we i am a, you're cool oh cool um so we've got five months right i guess um, I wasn't there. Five months to figure out a lot. Listen, I tried to barter for more time. Six months was a hard cap.
1: Fair. Um. So,
3: where are you gonna? Okay, where are the libraries? Right, like, where's the highest collection of knowledge <laughs>
2: in the world?
1: Okay,
3: so like, I think I think Warm Cotton like kind of goes through a list. She's like, okay, I'd imagine the peak has a big library, right? yeah I feel like it would definitely occur to in Brim yeah. the Shrew. Mages College Shrew. has but that's in Caspin that's in the capital of Caspin so I thought the Mages College was in Pallon no no the Mages College is their their main branch the main campus so to speak is, <laughs> okay. is in the, the
0: the capital of Caspin deaths I'm sorry what <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> <laughs> I think Brim t- stops looking at himself for like two seconds to look at Etni. He's like, Death's library.
1: You think that's where we need to go? I mean,
0: there's definitely knowledge there that no one else would have. Well, isn't that grand? How are we supposed to get to Death's library? Well, I don't even think I can go there.
1: Yeah, I don't I... know if you're allowed to.
0: Warm Cotton, like, shrugs. <sighs> yeah. Oh, hold on! GM speed.
3: Can
1: yeah. I go there?
3: Yes, you absolutely can. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. You have a
3: soul, so you can go there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Golems can't go there. Okay. They don't well, have souls. Death? Well, the black is there, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's not a terribly safe place for you, but you can be there. But nobody. But, but I you're be... also sort of Lord Vita's grandson now, so like I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Death's library is owned by a god. If only there was some way we could—I don't know—ask a God about the best way. I think everybody's to... staring at you, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm just like gazing into space, thinking. Then we could. maybe there was a God, we could talk to. That maybe they aren't would... you friends with three? Isn't he? Hold on, with Ayama, three? <laughs> Ayama, I'm working this out. If we could just talk to them. Maybe they would. I don't know. Have answers? a way we could get to the library.
0: Only we were playing a role-playing yeah. game with mechanics. No. <laughs> if only someone had a
2: move which allowed them to talk to the. I'm <gasps> leaving. <laughs> Smash cut to Duncan meditating in the.
3: <laughs> okay, so Duncan wants to do that
2: move. Right. I would like to use my true audience move. Yeah. Okay.
3: God. I hate to put it off one more time. That's okay. We're gonna put it off one no, more no, time. No, no. It's a fine. big move, so I want to. Yeah, I want to make sure we take I the agree. time. Yeah. So Duncan, you're. So you're gonna. I think WormCon says so you're gonna just
0: do that. Can anyone come with you? Um I would obviously not go.
2: Not with the mechanics of this. You can't this bring moment, anyone though. with you, but just you need there... somebody's help. Yes, I do need someone's help. Um yeah, I think in the meantime, we'll just do the basic stuff as it because I'm I'm assuming there'll be a journey, so we'll pack bags and, and get sort of some stuff in order. I send my mom to my room and I say, yeah. Mom, don't tell anyone where I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Love
2: you. Um, so so think... we'll talk about you and Byron later.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you, Sam.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that voice. <laughs> um. So warm cotton's like. So. Five months. If we and we have to get somewhere, right? We may need to get anywhere. Yes. And she's like, you know, in the story. About you guys, and she gestures to Duncan and Etney. There was a flying boat in the play I wrote. Yeah, it was,
1: great.
3: <laughs> was that real?
1: Yeah, it was very real, painfully real. In fact,
3: hard cut back to <laughs> Thorne cackling at the wheel of Etni <laughs> Etni through the through <laughs> the thunderstorm. <Don't> <laughs> Duncan's throwing up over the side.
2: <laughs> How fast was it? Very. It wasn't that fast. <laughs> <laughs> God, again, just being violently thrown through a storm cloud. Could we get another one? Whatever happened to the last one?
1: That's a great question. We
2: see them. We remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he cracks his kids over. And there's that. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, I feel like I just got an ambiguous head injury. At some point, I, mm. I can't really remember. Yeah, anything. I was definitely
2: concussed. Yeah. I must have ended really well
1: (laughs) I mean do you you even remember how we did that
2: I think you performed a ritual (sighs)
1: she's
2: like (sighs) warm cotton's like okay
3: um okay well this is easy then Duncan will just go talk to the gods uh Brim and I will figure out the whole you're hungry thing so you don't hurt anyone Right? You can hurt someone with that, right? That's possible? Yes. Okay. That's how she threw the (laughs) dragon? She pulled the dragon out of the sky with that power, right?
0: Yes. Well, I have to touch them, though.
3: Okay, so you're... It's a little... You're not going to get a third eye, are you?
1: You, like, poke your (laughs) your forehead?
3: (laughs) My god, I hope not. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll go deal. Any ship?
1: I guess a ritual since i did the ley line
3: pond does ships
1: right pond does
3: do ships or or pond does rituals that's that's the thing i meant to say sorry he builds little model ships i (laughs) models you know what i bet he does
1: (laughs) 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 you know i i feel better i feel better doing it with someone yeah
2: okay um cool duncan do you need any help <clears throat> I just need to spend a day and a night in guided prayer and meditation. So we're not leaving until tomorrow night. Well, I can start today, go through the night, and in the morning we can leave, or we can leave under a day and a night. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And then in the morning you will be meditating, and then
2: that night well depends you how will finish. long I take with the gods. Okay. okay okay you can't really rush these things
3: (laughs) well brim we can go pack we'll go to this to the stables yeah that sounds good to me okay
2: i'll basically be in a coma this would be like
3: so warm cotton and brim head off to pack and to do more i assume passion and hunger yeah stuff um who wants to who wants to do a thing because like basically we're kind of in like free play right now like who do you guys want to spend time with who do you guys want to see some scenes with before you guys go um flying ship needs to be get made yeah, duncan yeah. needs to find someone to help him go through this whole situation so who do we, who wants to start i think we've had a lot of brims yeah. but i'd like to start with duncan or etni here first and swing back around to brim but
2: Mine is more cut and dry. I kind of know what you I have do to do. You do have a distinct move. So if you want to yeah. figure it out, Etni.
3: You just need to find
2: a yeah. person to help you do yeah, this. Yeah. So I'll think about that
3: if you want to. And it's unfortunate that it basically out. all of the people who you normally trust uh-huh. and like have pissed you off. So you're going to need to go make nice with somebody probably.
1: That's what I was going to say. Damn you.
2: That's what I was going to do. I'm going to go get Pete. I'm going to give him all my books and texts. Because he's always, he was always good at school. We always collect, he had like a encyclopedic knowledge. of program. No way. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> no <laughs> way that you're about to get Pete for this. So I'm going to say, just read the books. Just go through it step by step and guide I me. think Pete, like you, I love this shot
3: of Pete, like holding these. And he's like, uh,
1: uh Patrick,
2: you're going to be great. Okay. <laughs> my name's Pete. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Just, I don't think I can do this. Pete. Pete, I got your name right. (laughs) You're gonna do great. And you know what? I need my mudrick. What? That's the name I gave you. You died in the play I wrote about myself. You killed me off? Oh, God. I think he throws the books at you. I made you the sidekick, Pete! Since you've come back, you haven't
3: remembered my name. You haven't come over to hang out once. I've been busy! I don't think you realize, but I've been running in You have a town. girlfriend! You have an elf princess girlfriend, and you don't have time for your old buddy Pete. You can't even remember my name. Solve it yourself, and he
2: throws the book to the ground and slams <laughs> the door. Pete, I'm yelling at the door. My girlfriend tried to fire me. I have no one left.